ever wonder what your therapist is really thinking? Well, that's confidential. But in this podcast, a few of my therapist friends and me show you what it's really like inside of a mental health professional's brain. Hi, welcome to Through the Eyes of a Therapist podcast. I'm Crystal Martinez Acosta, licensed professional counselor, board certified counselor. We discuss books, movies, TV shows, motherhood, current events, clinical issues, mental illness, trauma, and our own personal lives. So if you want to know what we're thinking, come on in, take a listen. Come see what the world is like through the eyes of a therapist, the podcast that destigmatizes mental illness, humanizes therapists, and demystifies therapy. All right, we are back on the podcast with Crystal, me, your host, and Elisa D. Say hi, Elisa. Hello, everyone. And we're here to talk to you about what makes us happy as therapists and kind of like a self-care episode, right? Yeah. So we were going to do a more serious episode, i.e. go over the book. What Happened to You by Bruce Perry and yeah, Oprah. Yeah, it might be a little bit too heavy right now. That's a little heavy. Yeah. So we can do that later at another time. But today we're going to talk about happy stuff. Happy dance stuff. So Elisa, can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the things that have been occupying your time when you are not in session I guess there are a lot of things, right? But one of the things that I have been doing lately is I got a Nintendo Switch last year. So I got it around October, I think, September, October. And I have just been, you know, plugging away at some Nintendo games. And uh, I've always been a Nintendo person, so I always had the Nintendo consoles, but I missed the last one. The last one was called the Wii U, so I didn't get that one, and I haven't played in a a good while, actually. So I got the new one, and I'm all rusty and stuff, so it's been interesting to kind of try to get those reflexes back up to speed. But yeah, I've just been immersed, uh, especially in Breath of the Wild. I know for everyone out there that knows what I'm talking about, this game has been out since 2017, and I'm barely playing it now. I think it's been out since 16 or 17. So I am very late to this. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes, I'm very late to the game, literally, but just so much fun. It's just such an immersive world and you can do so many things. You can do so many things that have nothing to do with, you know, like the main goals of the game, kind of, like the mission. So that's been that's been really fun just to explore the world that they created because they made it this open world game, you know. I no, I don't think so. Or maybe the last time that I did, it was like Spyro the Dragon or something on the very first PS1. Oh my god, I'm uh, super old. <laughs> well, I never had a PS, but I think that's a pretty well-known game. I've heard of it. Should I explain an open world yeah, game? For- yes, I think I understand your question. See, so that's kind of like a gamer kind of term, and I just guessed at what that was. But, yeah, please explain. Yeah, most or many games just have kind of set parameters as to where you can go in the world. You know, kind of, you can walk down this hallway, you can walk down, you know, or like 
in old school Mario, right? You're just moving from left to right. And there's only very specific places you can go. Like you can't go in every single pipe. You can go in some of them. And so you kind of can explore a little bit, but it's pretty rigid where you can go. In an open world game, the world that you're in, you can literally go anywhere. Like if you see a tree in the distance, you can go to that tree. It's not just background. Oh, I see. You know? Yeah, so you can explore. Yes, you can explore everything in, in pretty good detail. And, and so you can, so many things. So you can gather ingredients. Like they have a lot of uh, different types of mushrooms that have different qualities. Uh, you can hunt game. And then you can take those ingredients and create a whole meal. And depending on which ingredients you put in there, the meal has not only healing properties, but it, it can have extra boost. Like uh, if you put hot peppers in something, it'll make you resistant to cold. Oh, fancy. <laughs> so it's like real life-ish, I guess. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit more flexible than what you can do. Is Animal Crossing considered an open world game? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because Animal Crossing is kind of a... It's a little bit different since there's no beginning, middle, and end. There's different tasks you can accomplish, but you can't really... You really could play Animal Crossing forever. So I, I think it might be in a different category than an open world game, but I don't think it's quite an open world. So another open world game would be like, I think Grand Theft Auto is an open world game where you can go anywhere in that city. Oh, Lord. And there's different things. So I don't have that either, but obviously it's very well known, so... Okay. It's a really good game, you know, and it's very immersive. It's been fun getting back into it because I've realized how rusty I am just learning the game mechanics, you know, funny things happen. Like, you just have to kind of be okay with, you know, your character kind of dying all the time. I, I think I shared with you, I accidentally blew myself up the other day. Not intentional at all, but, you know, when you're just trying to accomplish certain things, things can, you just press the wrong button. That's just what happens. I know, it's hilarious. Sometimes you'll just text me and be like, um, I fell off a cliff or I blew myself up. I'm like, excuse me, pardon? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> you're like, in my game. I'm like, oh. <laughs> because at first you're just shocked. I'm just staring at this little screen all shocked that I just, you know, my character said now. I mean, you come right back. There's no real negative consequence in that game. Cause the game wants you to just keep trying, you know? So you have to do it again. Whatever you're trying to do, you have to do it again. But you don't normally lose out that stuff. If you just save your game, you're fine. You just keep going. But yeah, I fall in. Oh, my gosh. You, it, it, you can fall off things. You can blow yourself up. You can drown. I mean, basically, oh anything. You- <laughs> that sounds stressful. It does sound stressful. I mean, it sounds stressful when I say it like that. But I'm just the kind of person that I really like to accomplish things. Like, the game has a goal for me to complete, and I get a lot of satisfaction out of complete. I have moments where I'm so stressed out, but then when I accomplish <laughs> that goal, I'm so happy. So it's worth the stress for me. Yeah, I think I had asked you in another conversation, like, doesn't that stress you out? Like, how is that self-care? I'd be, like, all anxious all the time. Sometimes I do just have to put the switch down slowly. <laughs> And back away from it. I have to put it down slowly, back away from it, because you do sometimes get frustrated, like, oh, my God, I've now tried to do this 10 times, and I just fell for the 10th time or whatever. You know, you do get frustrated sometimes. And 
sometimes I'll have to go online and watch a little, like a walkthrough, a little tutorial, so to speak. And then uh, I try again. But I, I keep trying because it's such a good game. It's totally worth trying over. Yeah, see, my husband's the one who likes video games around here in this household. So he'll play Jurassic World on the PS4, I believe. Oh, yeah. And so sometimes when he's stuck, he'll watch, like, I guess, YouTubers yeah. who are gamers, like, go through it and, like, solve whatever puzzles he's trying to solve. He's like, so that's how you do it. Like, Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he'll copy whatever they did. And I'm like, wow, like, technology has really advanced. Because I think yeah. when I was little and we had, like, a Sega or, like, the old school Nintendo, like, when you died, you died. Like, you were screwed. And you had to, like, <laughs> spend hours getting back to the same place. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, because you couldn't save. You couldn't save your game on the original. You couldn't save anything, you know? This is why I've never completed the original Mario Brothers, because I could never save the game and come back to it. And I, my parents would not just let me leave the thing on all night. Right. So, like there were limits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but you know what? I, and that's another thing that's been kind of making me happy or entertaining me is watching YouTubers. I do that, too. I now follow all these gamers that play a lot of Switch games and uh it's really interesting because sometimes I'll be watching them do something I've already done in my game and they'll will accomplish the same goal, but they'll do it completely differently. And that's what's really cool about this game. It's like sometimes someone does something, you're like, oh my God, I've never thought of that. And you both completed the goal, right? So there's with this game, there's always so many different ways you can complete a challenge. I see. Oh, very cool. It's very intriguing, yeah. And then how other people think. I guess that's the the therapist part of me, right? When I'm watching them mm-hmm. and how they think or their approach. Like, you know, obviously they're much younger than me, you know, like 20 years younger or whatever. But they're very straightforward. They're very quick. They're very, like, straight on. Like, they'll just take on whichever, you know, whichever boss you're supposed to find. They just, like, walk right up to it. And I'm over here, like, shooting arrows, hiding in trees, hiding behind things. And I'm, like, getting them from a little bit further away. I'm like, no, they're going to, you know, I'm going to be gone with one swipe of that sword because they're so powerful, you know. But it's interesting to watch them do that. And there's this one guy I was watching. He never read any of the clues that they're giving you in the game. He was just, like, he was just going and going and just skipping through, like, little conversations you have with some of the characters. And so he never realized you could cook entire meals. Uh-huh. And so he was just, he was struggling so much to get health because he was just eating individual raw ingredients. You don't get as much health back when you do that. And I was just yelling at the TV, cook your food. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling at it like, Jesus, man, cook your things. You'll get so much more energy. Make a whole meal. What's wrong with you? Yes. How funny. <laughs> But he was so skilled. I was really impressed because even though he wasn't really reading anything, he was still, you know, doing really well with the bigger bosses. I was, I was impressed. <laughs> How funny. Yeah, the different approaches people take. Did you get your Switch during the middle of, like, the shutdowns in 2020, like COVID times? Or did you get it more recently? I can't remember. No, I did not. So during the shutdown... Switches were outrageously expensive. Yeah, that's why I'm asking, because I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. 
Now, they were about three or four times their price during the pandemic. They were, I don't know, close to $1,000, you know, like 800, 900 bucks. People were scalping them. They were just, you know, they were finding them somewhere and, and just reselling them online for really high prices. And uh, personally, I did not want to do, like, I wasn't willing to do that. But, you know, as I always say, if, if you did that, then that meant that item was worth that much to you and you're, you're okay paying that price, you know? So no judgment on anyone who chose to get one at a higher price. Just for me personally, I didn't want to do that. So I waited. I waited until they were in stock again. Um, and I got mine just in the store. Yeah. I remember at that time, Animal Crossing was really popular. And that's when I think people were like, I guess, connecting through Animal Crossing. And I had Animal Crossing on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to switch, but they were sold out or like thousands of dollars. I was like, I ain't yeah. spending like $2,000 on a switch. Like, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. Plus, my son was an infant at that time, and he was a lot less mobile. <laughs> so I probably could have gotten away with playing for a little bit, but now that he's a toddler, there's just no way. Like, when would I be playing? Oh, yeah. Lucky I'm even podcasting right now. I remember you, we were playing a little bit on the phone, the Animal Crossing. I run out of patience with those games because it's like, catch a hundred fish. And I'm <laughs> like, that's too many of the same fish you want me to catch. <laughs> I can't do this a hundred times. I get bored. But, uh, you know, what kept you kind of, well, what did you do to kind of unwind and de-stress? Um, I think what I liked about Animal Crossing was that kind of like repetitive nature of it. I think also at some point, me piqué con, um, what is that one? Candy Crush? Oh, yeah. And so I ended up deleting that one off of my phone because that I could play for like ever. and nobody could stop me. Like, I think just kind of that repetitive motion where you don't have to really think about anything. Right. I also really love, like, trash TV. So, in my opinion, things that don't have anything to do with anything. So, yeah. on Netflix, things like Selling Sunset or The Circle, uh, like, reality TV, or um, I kind of like Seinfeld. Like, I'm really into that right now. I'm, in the, I'm finally in the last season. It just cracks me up. George Costanza is my favorite. It's the third episode I mentioned Seinfeld in on my podcast. <laughs> People know now you are a real Seinfeld fan. I'm a real fan. Yeah, I just saw the episode where I think Kramer is trying to wish himself to not drop dead or something like that. <laughs> like, it's stupid. It's so dumb. Like the things that they're preoccupied with. Yeah. Yeah, they waste their time on things. It's just hilarious. Yeah, I like um, what trashy shows were you watching? Or like, you know, just like low-stake shows that are not stressful. Well, yeah, I think like The Selling Sunset, I think is, it's just that their lives are just so far removed from mine. It's like, I'm not like this like yeah. supermodel, beautiful, like real estate agent, you know, like who doesn't care about my like online personality and like like, what my plastic surgery looks like or, like, who I'm married to and, like, my status, you know? Like, it's just, it's so far yeah. removed. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the drama they get into with within themselves, like, the women, you know? Oh, like gosh. Just, they are always arguing. Yeah, they're always yelling at each other, like, I don't know, arguing about, like, dumb things. Yeah. I think, like, when I do get into arguments, it's, like, social justice things, like racism at work. <laughs> 
It's not like, oh, you like told me I had a fake butt. I don't know. Like dumb, dumb stuff. Yeah. 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 I think most people though, well, hopefully most people are just not having to deal with so much animosity at work. Right. I mean, can you imagine walking into work and you're just constantly fighting with everyone? I mean, you, you work at home now, but if I walked in uh, into the office and everyone was just, I don't know, like saying stuff about me like that, you know, really aggressive. That would be so stressful to deal with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Right. Like just interpersonally and then having to like keep up a certain appearance. Like, yeah, I I guess I understand that they're stressed out. Yeah. In their own little way. (laughs) Have you ever watched Below Deck? No. What is that? Oh, my gosh. You should watch it. It's a show about people who work in the yachting industry. Uh And so everyone works on this one specific yacht. And you get to see how these yachts kind of operate and the work that goes into it when they're chartered. So, you know, rich people will charter this boat, but it's not so much about the people who charter it. It's about the people who work on the boat. Okay. So it's about the uh, interior crew, which is the steward, the stews. Uh-huh. There's the first stew. She's in charge of like everything, like the rooms, uh, that everything's clean, the service at mealtimes. Uh, in charge of communicating with like the chef of what they you know what they want or what time dinner is going to be at so the chef is just kind of head of his own department it's usually a male so but uh he you know he's just by himself so he's just his own department and then there's the the deck crew and they're in charge of the exterior so everything that's like the toy they have a lot of toys on the boat for people to write like jet skis they have inflatable slides that are apparently are really hard to put up and take down again. They're always stressed out about that. And then it's all their relationships too, which is, you know, the same kind of drama you see on Sunset, right? Selling Sunset. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of drama too in the relationships between the crews. Oh. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. I like watching it. And I want to be on a yacht one day. Interesting. See, like, that's also so far removed from what we do, right? Like, on a daily basis. Yeah. Man, I would have loved to do that when I was younger. You know, I should have done that. <laughs> I should have just worked on a yacht. For, they make so much money and fit money. It's amazing. Hmm. Interesting. I don't yeah. know if I could handle, like, just being on the water. I think, like, maybe for a few hours, like, okay, cool. I don't know. That, that freaks me out a little bit, just thinking about it. I mean, you're so busy. I don't think you really have that much time. But, but you know, since it's a kind of a yacht, right, they're not trying to be in the worst weather because they don't want to make their guests sick, right? So they kind of try to move away from bad weather when they're able to or go into harbor when they're able to, just to avoid that because they don't want to make the guests, you know, seasick and stuff. But it's really interesting. You should check it out. It's on uh, Yahoo check it out on there. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as shows go, I think those are the only ones I really watch or that I have time for. And what about you? You watch that one, and what else? Anything else that tickles your fancy over there? I don't. I just watch regular season shows. I'm still. I don't know why. I'm still watching Grey's Anatomy, just because at this point I'm like, might as well finish it, because <laughs> I think I don't know, but I'm thinking it's going to end soonish. At this point, I'm just hanging on to see how it ends. Right? We're so far in. Yeah. 
like I might as well stay with it forever. Um, I missed some seasons there in the middle. I didn't follow them, but then I started at the end again. Um, uh, this is Us. Uh, that's another show. Oh, I have not seen that one. You see that one? I feel like it's too close to regular life. Like, I don't know, like a client could come to me and say, this is what happened to me. I'm like, okay. Like, I can imagine that happening, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think I really like the uh, that they jumped around time you know like they'll go to the parent generation and they'll go to the adult children and sometimes their children so i like the jumping around uh time stuff it's not so heavy it's not so heavy that's just tedious to watch plus i only watch it once a week you know i never i don't recommend binging that show because it can be sad sometimes so i wouldn't watch like several episodes in a row but if you're only doing you know, one at a time, I think it's okay. Oh, okay. Is there anything that you're playing, like, with uh, with your toddler, with Owen, that is kind of fun? I mean, he's getting to the age where I think he's starting to play a little bit more. Yeah, so he's super into Paw Patrol right now, which is really fun. We get to play with all the characters. I particularly like Sky and this other dog named Liberty, who comes out in the Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> um, she's a little weenie dog, so Aww. I really like her. She's su- super cute. Like, we've gotten him, like, all the collection of all the pups. And then anytime that there's, like, a Liberty-associated thing, like, Fernie will give it to me. He'll be like, hide this. Hide this in your office. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I, like, have Liberty stuff hiding in my office. It's super cute. <laughs> That is cute. So, yeah, we play that together. It's really cute. Have you had a chance to watch Encanto yet? No, I haven't. And I'm, you know, I'm a little disappointed in myself because I know that a lot of therapists, a lot of people in the Latinx community are like, you need to watch it. It talks about, like, intergenerational trauma and, like, as a trauma therapist, what's your problem? (laughs) But I haven't watched it because I want to watch it uninterrupted. But my toddler will not let me do that. Like, it won't happen. So I'm going to have to watch it while he's at school. One of my clients gave me the homework of watching it. She's like, your homework for this week is to watch Encanto. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) okay, I will. Um, Oh, snap. You got homework from your client. They turned that around on you. Yeah, the tables have turned. So I think I have until (laughs) Tuesday to watch it. So I think on Monday I'm going to have to watch it while Owen's at school. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch it. It's so good. It's really good. And I, I love the music okay. so much. The music is so good. Didn't, um, what's his name? Manuel Miranda yeah. or whatever. He, like, helped with the music, right? Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He wrote the songs. And they were really Yeah, good. so he's, like, musical genius. So, I mean, yeah. of course it's going to be good music, right? It's really good. I was impressed. Uh, you know, there's, I don't like every animated movie that I watch. But this one, from the beginning, I was hooked with music, you know, and I, I'm, like, over here without any kids, just, like, sitting there watching the whole movie. <laughs> and I've already watched it, I think, like, three times I've replayed it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I saw this reel on Instagram with this lady who's, like, first time watching Encanto, second time watching Encanto, third time, and then <laughs> I don't know how many times she gets to, but it's really funny. Speaking of reels, I love doing reels. Oh, my God. They're, they're so funny. If you all have not checked out the reels, you really have to. Yeah, go to at Through the Eyes of a Therapist pod 
on Instagram and look at the reels that I have. Of course, I think they're funny because I'm biased about my own stuff, but I put out one today and I thought it was funny. How long does it take you to make a reel? It depends. Maybe like 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. If they require a lot of text and like finagling, it's like 20 minutes. Yeah. I've never tried making reels, so I have no idea how, how complicated or how easy it is. I think the hardest part is getting something to strike you, like something witty, you know? Like, you know you have a lot to say. And most most of it is like satire, right? Like, I know that this is funny because whatever, this has happened to me as a therapist or right. in community mental health, for example. And I want to make it funny because it's a heavy topic. And that's how I cope with things, with humor. Yeah. But it's like, how do I package this so I don't freak people out, but I also seem competent? (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of, it's a weird mix. So it's a fine line of walk. Yeah. So I'm taking this challenge, this like entrepreneur challenge for like 30 reels for 30 days. Oh, wow. And it's supposed to like grow your Instagram or something. So, I mean, so far I'm about a week and a half in. I don't know. I don't know about the return, man. Like, I have gotten about 50 followers, so that's, I guess, pretty good for a small account. It's my little podcast that could, so it's pretty good. But my most popular one so far is the silly uh, therapist getting triggered (laughs) in session one where I dance like an idiot. So if you haven't seen that one, you should probably go look at it. Making reels bring me joy. Yeah. Brings me joy. Do you think it's the creative process? Yeah, and then looking at the final product, it's like, oh my God, Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Hey, and that's the thing about joy, right? It it can be anything. Yeah, it can be like, oh my God, you made an ass of yourself, or like, oh my God, this is so wonderful, right? Like, it could be any range, any part of that spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. What else brings us joy? Let's see. Hmm. I mean, I think just ongoing, not just recently but this ongoing i think pets are so important oh yeah they're always doing cute things yeah they're always doing cute things you can always take another picture a little video you can always hug them you know yeah man's best friend of course they they can be demanding i'm staring at one of them the more demanding one of them oh she just demands food all the time how cute Super cute. Yeah, I love my dogs. They're super therapeutic after a long day. Even in session, since I work from home, some of them will climb on my lap. Aw. They will say hi to my clients. They'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? That's what we always say because uh, most of our clients are still virtual. We always say we want to, if you have pets, you know, we, we like to see them. Right. Yeah, I met some of my clients' pets today. I didn't know they had animals and I was like, oh. Oh my god, how cute. <laughs> it's like the best thing ever when a little fluffy face pops up on the screen. It's like, oh, instant joy. Yes. Yeah, every time. Yeah. I've also had it happen that uh, someone's talking about, you know, something that's very, you know, kind of a serious topic, right? And then their cat's just like launching themselves at them from across the room and like trying to play with them <laughs> while they're talking. You know? <laughs> and I'm, I'm, right at the face or yeah. something. I'm just, you know, yeah. sitting there keeping a straight face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that cat's going crazy right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so it's funny. cute. Yeah. Yep, instant joy. I love it. 
What else? Self-care. Hmm. I mean, like, movement is all right, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said that. I mean, I know we always have this back and forth thing about me walking, right? Like, ever since we worked together, you were always like, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, oh, great. (laughs) You know, I don't want to go walking. You never wanted to go for a walk. But I think you walk more now. I do walk more now because the toddler wants to walk and look at things. (laughs) And... It helps his energy. Whatever. All right. Just kidding. Um, no, walking's good. Self-care is good in that form. I still love window shopping. Okay. Add to cart <laughs> on Amazon. But not buy. Just add to cart. Just looking at things. Not clicking buy. Right. Yeah, I have a I have a problem buying games now. I did not have that problem before. Ooh. I have too many games. <gasps> really? Yeah. Well, nobody would be impressed by this collection in terms of how many it is. It's like less than 10. But it's too many in terms of how many I've gotten through. Oh. Like I have more, obviously more than I truly have time for. Especially with this game being so long. It's just going to take me forever. (laughs) You keep dying and falling (laughs) off cliffs. Well, yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. Nintendo will track. Well, the Switch just automatically kind of logs how many hours you spend on each game. And on Breath of the Wild, that's the name of the game that I'm playing, called The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've logged 45 hours, and I'm barely at the first major task of the game. And there's four. What? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, though. It's so conducive to exploring and going off to do things that don't have anything to do with like, you know, you have to find money and you have to kill other things that are attacking people. So you have so many things to do that have nothing to do with, like, the main goal of the game. Oh, you know? my There's, Lord. like, tiny little quests to do and then there's, like, a big mission, you know? Jeez. Yeah, so it's very intricate. And there's all these shrines to complete. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I think it's going to take me over 100 hours. And I'm also slow. Because, again, I'm old, so I'm, I'm not that bad. I, I guess I, if I ignore everything, <laughs> if I ignore all of the things and just went straight through to the main mission, I could finish it faster, probably. But that, there's no fun in that, though. Yeah, you want to play how you want to play. You're also more detail-oriented, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm very detail-oriented. I like to discover things. Yeah. One time I got, I got to where I was going in, like, the least effective way possible. I went like I could not find the path I could not find it so I got so frustrated that I just decided I'm just going over this enormous mountain and it took me forever but I climbed over that mountain (laughs) oh that's funny I went yeah I think you just being detail-oriented has to do with being like a highly sensitive person like we had talked about well you not you and I hadn't didn't talk about it but in the episode I recorded like just when you're highly sensitive, you just notice, like, background things or, like, hey, let's look under this rock. No stone lived exactly. unturned. <laughs> there's always something under the rock. Yeah. You know that. I mean, literally, in this game, there's always something under the rock. <laughs> oh, Lord. No wonder it takes <laughs> you 45 hours. <laughs> Jeez. There's either uh, a gemstone under there or coroxy. There's always a reason to lift that little rock. Do you notice also, like, when you're watching movies, 
do you kind of look at the background also? You know what? Not all the time. It depends. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'll notice things. Like something that drives me mad is that when people are drinking, I say this in air quotes, drinking coffee or whatever, any glass that's not clear where you can't see if there's actual liquid in it or not, that drives me nuts that they're just, the way they're lifting it, you can tell there's nothing in there. They lift it so fast and they drink so fast, you can tell there's no heaviness to that that Starbucks container or whatever. You mean bad acting. (laughs) No, I'm just saying that's just how they have to do it. They just have to do it that way. You know, they can't get their makeup all messed up. They are constantly drinking from these cups, you know, like their water. But, like, I'll notice little things like that. You know, like, it's just not true to life. I'll I'll notice more stuff like that. But generally, I'm not that. I'm usually more focused on what's going on, the plot of it. Interesting. Yeah. No, I like background things in games, though, because then I can go check that stuff out. But once I'm watching a movie, I can't really, you know what I mean? I'm just watching. Like in Game of Thrones, and they leave like a Starbucks cup somewhere? I heard about that, yeah. But see, I didn't notice it until they pointed it out. And I was like, oh, I see it. (laughs) I would have noticed it. I noticed bloopers and stuff like that in movies. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, they left that thing out. Or, oh, that person's shirt is weird. Or, oh, look at the staging. They moved that thing. Oh no! Yeah, I'll notice. Normally, like I that. don't. Every now and then, I will, but not that, not all the time. Anyway, we are now out of time for our therapist joy episode. Any final thoughts? You know, I hope everyone's just hanging in there and trying to find joy where you can, right? Because the last couple of years has been very challenging and kind of uncertain for everyone, right? We've all felt like things were very uncertain. So, hey, find it where you can and you know, really experience whatever it is that is bringing you joy. Let yourself have that moment. I agree. Those are really wise words. Find joy where you can. Thanks for having me. It's been a little while since I've been on the pod. I know. You got to come back sooner. We'll talk about some other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming back on. I know we had to meet virtually because I have like a stuffy nose. Sorry about that. Oh, no worries. We make it work. We do. It's always fun and interesting anyway. And thanks so much for listening to Through the Eyes of a Therapist. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Through the Eyes of a Therapist podcast. Rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. And please connect with me, Crystal Martinez Acosta, licensed professional counselor on Instagram at Through the Eyes of a Therapist pod. More information about booking me for therapy or training can be found there. Until next time, keep on fighting the stigma and go to therapy. I'll see you next time.